0: HP's Population Health IT solutions are creating convenience and choice for providers and patients. Building on over 50 years in health and life sciences, HP is delivering end-to-end solutions for remote care and in-home monitoring. Supporting the transition to home, chronic disease management, medication adherence, health education, and remote clinical trial monitoring. HP Fit Solutions, your single source for cost-effective, technology-enabled, remote care solutions and financing services. If you'll be at the HIMSS 2020 meeting, you can visit HP at booth 1541. At the HIMSS 2020 meeting, visit HP at booth 1541. Otherwise, visit www.hp.com/go/healthcare. That's www.hp.com/go/healthcare for more details. Welcome back to the podcast. And in today's episode on population health, it's a series of population health brought to you by HP. I've got the talented Dr. Setu Vora. He is the inaugural chief medical officer for the Mashantucket Pequot Tribal Nation. He directs all Mashantucket health care initiatives, including oversight of the Tribal Health Service, Behavioral Health Service, Employee Health community health grants, Pequot Healthcare, and the stewardship of the tribe's self-funded health plans where really they benefit coverage is provided to Foxwoods Resort Casino and tribal government employees and the tribal member community. His goal is to assist the tribe with continuous improvement of clinical care, community health, and company growth. Dr. Vora is leading the company in the adoption of performance improvement mindset, health technology, digital transformation, and the use of data and design to help plants control costs and improve health outcomes. He's a practicing physician with board certifications in internal medicine, pulmonary disease, critical care medicine, and sleep medicine. He trained at the University of Connecticut and subsequently at the New York Weill Cornell Medical Center. Prior to joining the Mashantucket Pequot Tribal Nation, he led quality improvement and patient safety movement initiatives at Hartford HealthCare. In this episode, we dive into the use of technology, uh, making sure that you include the human touch as well as all stakeholders to ensure that population health efforts lead to better outcomes, reduce costs, and overall healthier patients. Join me in the discussion with Dr. Setu Vora on population health. Such a privilege to have you here. Thanks for joining me.
1: Thank you so much. I appreciate the opportunity.
0: So tell me a little bit, Dr. Vora, what is it that inspires your work in healthcare? care? And uh, tell us a little bit about your journey, about how you came to work with the Mashantucket Pequot Tribal Nation.
1: Certainly. You know, um, growing up in India, I was fascinated by the fictional character of Sherlock Holmes. And for those of you who know, you know, the author is a physician. And a lot of the traits of the character homes were based on deductive reasoning, diagnostics. So that really was one of my main driver of choosing healthcare in the first place, the deductive reasoning piece. (laughs) pretty cool. Yeah. And then I, of course, came to US, trained in Connecticut and also in New York, and have been a practicing physician in pulmonary critical care diseases, sleep medicine, and internal medicine for the last almost 20 years plus. And... uh, the local Mashantucket Pequot tribal nation needed someone with a clinical background to assist the tribe reaches objective one. And that happens to be, you know, how may we help the tribes, members and community uh, live a happier, healthier and longer life. And that's their objective one. And that was a mission that really resonated with my own personal mission. So I signed
0: on. That's so great. And as we mentioned in today's introduction, the topic is accessibility and telehealth, reaching marginalized communities through virtual care. It's a, an important piece of population health. I'd love to hear more about how you and the group there, the tribe, are, are working to, to add value to the population, the community, and maybe some unique things that you're doing to help out the ecosystem
1: sure if you look back at the history of telemedicine and adoption of that the american indian alaska native tribes especially alaska natives one of the pioneers in really embracing telemedicine concept out of necessity right i mean you would imagine vast distances long winter lack of uh, enough number of specialists to deliver care they had to rely on emerging tech such as telemedicine so i think by by What starts out as a constraint-driven innovation in Native community, now we see that those same lessons are applicable even in a more denser populated area, such as the Northeast. Our tribe, Mashantucket Pequot Tribal Nation that I serve, is a federally recognized Native American tribe, one of the two in the state of Connecticut, and the Tribal Nation's membership including its own community, as well as employees and dependents, are served by the own tribe's own self-funded, self-insured health plan. So it's the right confluence of not only population health management in a native community, but also what are the lessons that we can learn from our sister tribes in Alaska around adoption of telemedicine, even though distance may not be an issue for us. Because more and more folks, either by choice or by necessity, they still prefer to have a digital access, a digital doorway to reaching for care, and then have the benefit and the luxury of having an on-site, high-touch clinical system that we already have in place, as well as a high-tech access point as and when they need for a variety of different reasons. And so, you know, our overarching goal at uh, Mashantucket Pequot Travel Nation is to really strive toward that objective one, and build a humane, uh, trust-based system that is both high-touch, which is in keeping with the native tradition of being with someone, right? And uh, right. it's a lot about face-to-face. It's a lot about actual hands-on. At the same time, build the high-tech component so that for disease states that are you know, much more of still of a stigma, unfortunately, People can access behavioral health care, mental health care. They can access nutritional counseling, uh, metabolic disease treatment reversals, smoking cessation, all those through either on-site clinic or we offer them a digital solution for the same. So our goal at NPTN is to really go back and connect with uh, native practices and traditions as a preventive way of living, but at the same time utilize the ancient wisdom with modern medicine and build a system that is both a hybrid of high touch with high tech.
0: So interesting. And I really love the integration of of that old way of doing (laughs) things, as well as, as the introduction of both the high tech and high touch, your comments around something that was driven by necessity because of the distance, but now something that ends up being preferred by a lot of people. So as you roll out this program, and the other thing that's fascinating is that the tribal nation is also self-funded, self-insured, it's vertically integrated. And I think that it's these vertically integrated payers, providers that end up doing a lot of the more innovative stuff. Tell us a little bit about some of the learnings that you've made as you've fulfilled some of the community's needs that are both complex and and also uh, very interesting.
1: Yeah, no doubt. As with any change, focusing on what are the specific needs of the people that we serve has been our our main starting point. And uh, it was clear to us that metabolic diseases, overall mental health, well-being, are high priority areas for all of us to focus on, which is not unique to just us here at MPTN. I think any, any large organization or community is facing the exact same challenges. So we started out building a foundation of digital health solutions that were specifically tailored to address more of systemic chronic diseases and not necessarily catering to the worried well. Our goal was to reach more of the folks who are truly uh, disengaged from the healthcare system at this time and offer them another option to engage with the system on their terms with privacy. So I think uh, with any other digital deployment, reaching out to the members who may benefit from it has always been a challenge. Explaining the value proposition to them, at the same time showing how it may benefit the tribe in general, from both better health outcomes, as well as return on investment. But we had to make that clinical case first before the business case can follow. And uh, I think uh, that was a lesson learned fairly early on to bring in the community members early into the design phase, even before we decide whether we wanna adopt this program, adapt it, or abandon it. We had to have them on board in the discovery phase as well.
0: It's fascinating. So having this involvement, being able to yeah. have really no no attachment to the solution and just being flexible, feel like is, has been a, a big part of the success you guys have had. So tell me a little bit more about maybe some of the impact. And if you can, share yeah. some of the metrics and improvements or, or even uh, feel from the people that you guys have have been able to bring into the fold. Right.
1: Yeah, I think, you know, uh, since I mentioned, you know, that the at the Tribe, we have our own healthcare management company that's called the Pequot Healthcare. Mm-hmm. And actually the Tribe founded healthcare management company even before its gaming enterprise. Is that the right? Tribe had the foresight to invest in that, right? So mm-hmm. because of that, we have our own in-house independent third-party administration system. So being self-funded, fully self-insured. We administer, adjudicate all the medical claims and the pharmacy claims. We have our own on-site retail satellite pharmacies, as well as mail-order pharmacy. We're a federal pharmacy. We can supply pharmaceutical medications to other sister native tribes across U.S. at a highly discounted federal supply schedule rate. So we have that very data-rich environment to look at deployment of a digital health solution and then look at previous historical claims experience, both on the medical side as well as pharmacy side, and the only variable in that specific population happens to be, let's say, for example, deployment of a digital health solution that addresses metabolic health. Now we can track not only the member satisfaction, the net promoter score, the number of adoption, right, what matters to the members, the outcomes such as, you know, reduction in their BMI or blood pressure control, their lipid profile, as well as, of course, their A1C. Besides tracking those outcome measures that really matter to the members, the people, we can also track outcome measures that define for healthcare system and the tribe in terms of how does this impact healthcare utilization from medical side? Are we seeing reduction in ER visits, hospitalization? Are we seeing reduction in pharmacy spend because now they are off their... Injectable. So I think that's where the beauty of having a full, like you said, fully integrated verticals in place allows us to really test these emerging solutions even more robustly besides what was obviously published in peer reviewed literature.
0: That's fascinating. So what role does technology play into everything that, that you guys are doing there?
1: Yeah, so tech, of course, you would think of technology in terms of delivery of care with use of EMR. For that, we use a national system that the Indian Health Service uses for onsite. For the tribal members, it's called RPMS. But for our employee health, we have a different EMR system, and our goal is at some point to unify those. So from care delivery system, the EMRs are the uh, primary tech deployment. But then we also deploy digital solutions to address unmet healthcare needs. For example, we know that our diabetes care measures, one of them, which was uh, significantly lower, was uh, screening for diabetic retinopathy. Okay. So now we have a digital a teleophthalmology program in place, and we'll measure the adherence to annual diabetic retinopathy screening measure over time. And share the data with our sister tribes at various national and regional forums to you know, learn and share lessons about improvement. That's just one example. We also use technology to engage with uh, members, how they want to be engaged. So we have deployed a HIPAA compliant health grade text messaging platform where we can do bi-directional communication and leverage uh, some um, voice and also some emerging machine learning AI tools in guiding that dialogue, almost adding on a chat bot function to that engagement channel. And then, of course, there are standalone uh, digital platforms for smoking cessation or metabolic health, behavioral health that we have on site.
0: I think it's brilliant. And uh, just kind of the focus that you guys have in tackling some of the core issues facilitating it with technology. It, as you've worked through some of the some of the challenges up front, what would you say has been one of the biggest setbacks you've experienced? And, and what was the key learning that's made you better?
1: I think one of the biggest setbacks is to realize that digital does not solve everything. So there are certain human conditions. Uh, let's say, for example, smoking cessation. Nicotine addiction is so powerful that we offer not only the on-site Freedom from Smoking program, which is the American Lung Association's eight-week program, we offer that. We also offer our members free nicotine replacement therapy, free Velbutrin, free Veroniclin, the Chantix, if they so choose to use any of the medication-assisted therapy for quitting smoking, besides pharmaceutical counseling. We realize that in spite of having this, there are limitations. So we offered a digital health solution using a, a nifty, first-in-the-class, carbon monoxide sensor and we had good adoption 50 our pilot was 50 people we had 50 signups within the first two months of launch is that the um, but it's hard
0: solution?
1: yes the pivot correct
0: oh yeah 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 we had yeah. uh we had them on the podcast not too long ago
1: yes one of the early adopting sites in the tribal nations across U.S. And for that pilot, we realized that adoption is good. Download engagement seems to be okay. The sentiment around readiness to quit improves. We also see that they drop their cigarette smoking rate from perhaps on an average 17 down to 11 a day. But really, does it lead to complete abstinence? And how do we really measure that? Has been a a big challenge, and I think you know that's where our learning is that we still have to nurture the real life community of mm-hmm. these virtual digital health solution users and bring them on site together periodically to kind of share what could be done differently and uh, iterate off of that
0: yeah you know I certainly admire the things you guys are trying I mean it's definitely inspiring to hear that you've tried programs like pivot and you're just sort of slowly iterating mm-hmm. To get the best results and and so now you've brought people together and you're trying this new sort of community-based approach and how's that working
1: i think it seems to work well when technology is almost invisible to some degree where it becomes almost part of your natural clinical workflow for example you know a few years back when i started as a tribe the tribal health service maintains a fleet of vehicles just to transport tribal members for their non-emergency medical visits, right? Mm -hmm. And that's fleet cost, maintenance, insurance, fuel, and it also took the staff, highly trained clinical staff, offline for those many hours when they were transporting patients for their imaging or their medical consults for a specialist somewhere or dialysis. And so we implemented a, a digital solution to empower the clinical staff to book non-emergency medical transport as a health benefit. And we saw drastic reduction in need for taking our staff offline, allowed the members to access care on their time and schedule using partnership with Lyft through a platform called Circulation. And it's a remarkable cost-saving besides, of course, connecting people with care, which is the main objective
0: that's outstanding to say too and it's wonderful to hear that through different partnerships through the innovativeness of the tribe and and some of your leadership we're improving ex- access and also optimizing the way that the tribe can connect the dots and, and and help the members
1: yeah and the tribe's goal is to to stay as a sovereign independent tribal nation and be sustainable and to do that it has to get better health outcomes at a much lower cost. And so our relentless focus is on better value health. And I think you know, in the process, if we can use technology to keep some of those healthcare dollars that we spend within the community, even better. So for example, many of the uh, Lyft drivers who provide these non-emergency medical transport happen to be travel members. So the money stays within the community. That's great. And the circular economy almost.
0: I was wondering about that. That's really great.
1: Or at least that's our intention, to keep the quality, safety, patient experience to be highest possible and the total cost of care to be low, to drive that true high value health care in the travel nation.
0: So it's, as you think about us wrapping up here, we've got a couple yeah. more questions, but what are you most excited about today, uh, Dr. Vora?
1: Uh, Just today, I'm just excited about the opportunity to speak with you and many like-minded colleagues across your listenership, uh, which is extensive, and perhaps connect with them and learn from them around their experience in um, trying to shape the healthcare for better. So that's what I'm most excited for today.
0: I appreciate that. And and you're doing such a great job of, of working to improve accessibility through the use of telehealth but also through the use of so many different partnerships and, and empowering the community. So definitely want to congratulate you on the efforts uh, that you and the, and the Mashantucket Pequot Tribal Nation are doing. As the folks are, are engaged in this, uh, in this thought leadership series of population health, you know, I'm curious, what book would you recommend to them? It doesn't necessarily have to be in population health, but curious what you believe would be a good read for the folks listening to, uh, to check out.
1: Yeah, I think, you know, uh, if I had more time and uh, more years to go back to school, I would certainly go back to community organizing as a prerequisite skill uh, that includes not only face-to-face organizing versus use of novel emerging media to engage with people, build communities to drive them to action. We cannot impose change. It has to come from within. And how may we become those catalysts? to really empower the leadership that already exists in the communities that we serve and just support them as a resource. I would love to go back and do that.
0: Wow, that's really interesting. We already, we
1: already know what works. Yeah. We know the science, we know it works. We just need to translate that into action.
0: Wow, yeah, that's really insightful. And you know, as, as we all think about positively impacting the communities that we live in and the healthcare, I think that's something that, that we can all take away as a thought to be students of.
1: Student for life.
0: Oh, I love that. So before we conclude, Zaytu, I just want to say thank you. I mean, just uh, incredibly insightful work in, in telehealth. What closing thought would you leave the, the audience with? And what would you say is the best place that they could interact with you after this conversation if something you said struck a chord with them and they wanted to continue the conversation with you?
1: Certainly. You know, in terms of uh, some closing thoughts, I think if we just focus on the members or the patients we serve and keep that at the forefront and design interventions with their leadership and engagement, I think we'll be better off. That's one. And I would certainly love to, love, love, love to learn more from our colleagues. And I can be reached at LinkedIn slash Setu Vora MD, U v-o-r-a-m-d or I can be reached by email as well svora at m as in mary t as in peter t as in tom n as in nancy dot o-r-g I look forward to connecting with all of you
0: say to thank you so much and uh we really appreciate you sharing your insights and the uh the work you're doing in in telehealth and and improving accessibility really appreciate it thanks so
1: much for your time
0: HP's Population Health IT Solutions are creating convenience and choice for providers and patients. Building on over 50 years in health and life sciences, HP is delivering end-to-end solutions for remote care and in-home monitoring. Supporting the transition to home, chronic disease management, medication adherence, health education, and remote clinical trial monitoring. HP Fit Solutions, your single source for cost-effective, technology-enabled, remote care solutions and financing services. If you'll be at the hymns 2020 meeting, you can visit HP at booth 1541. At the HIMSS 2020 meeting, visit HP at booth 1541. Otherwise, visit www.hp.com/go/healthcare. That's www.hp.com/go/healthcare for more details.